this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. I hope that they're going pretty good. I got to tell you, things are going going pretty good here. We pumped out the book over the last few episodes. You, you've seen that. I've got a lot, a lot of feedback from you, which is super duper awesome. Seems like you kind of sort of liked it. So it's there. If you haven't gone back and listened to WTFRM, roll on back. You'll see it. It's in parts. It's, it's in parts. Start at part one. Work your way through the podcast. You'll get the entire audiobook version of WTFRM for Free. The only thing that I throw out there, and I'll throw it out there in those episodes too. Or I threw it out there. It's it's in the, it's in there. Is if you like it, if you found found value in it, if you appreciated the free audiobook version of WTFRM, and you want to show us some love, if you if you thought it was groovy, if you dug it, and you want to show us some love. Head over to Amazon. The, the The link is down below for the U.S. marketplace. You can just search it or search me out on Amazon. You can find all my books there. And pick up a copy of it. Pick up a copy of the paperback. U.S. dollars, it's like 16 bucks. Pick up Safety Sucks, the original Safety Sucks, the bullshit in the safety profession they don't tell you about, and Safety Sucks, the manifesto that I co-authored with my near and dear friend, Ian Allison. I think that you'll like them, especially if you haven't read them and you liked WTFRM. You'll definitely appreciate those. So things are going good here. Super pumped about the book. Super pumped about the response to it so far. Just hanging out, doing the podcast stuff. You know me, still doing the social media fast. I have thrown out a couple posts here or there, which I, I post and run. I, I don't hang around. I post and then I log off. Uh, just to share... With, with folks that the free book is available and the paperback is available. So uh, again, if you like it and you thought it was cool, share it with somebody that you know. That helps us an absolute ton. Or if you liked it, leaving us a review. That helps us way more than you could ever imagine. Leaving us reviews of the books, leaving us reviews of the podcast, just taking time to share stuff. It helps us so much, so much to continue to do this work around making safety suck just a little bit less. And with that, I'm going to hold on a second. No coffee today. I'm here and I'm pounding a Rockstar Pure Zero, and it's it's a it's pretty good. You hear my emails blasting off in the background. You know you know how work's happening. Work work's going on. I'm sure I'm sure you're probably doing the same thing right now while I'm invading your ear holes. Um, but today I wanted to talk briefly about one of our favorite subjects here, and that is this notion of rules. And we are so obsessed with rules in our organizations. I've been having this conversation, excuse me if I get a little bumpy here, I'm adjusting my microphone. Um, I've had this conversation an absolute ton, and you probably do too, right? That something bad happens, something goes boom, right? We ultimately connect those dots back to someone either not knowing that a rule existed, uh, knowing that a ex rule existed, and choosing to be neglectful, choosing to not not follow that willful, choosing to be willful in violating that rule. Or a lot of times we'll just be like, you know, that rule wasn't clear enough or that rule didn't exist. We need another rule because if there was a rule, this would have never happened. If we just took time to write down those magical words on a magical scrap of paper that then goes into our organization's Bible, our rule book, and then we measure folks against that rule for accountability reasons. And when we find them not following that rule, we beat them and shame them and blame them and fire them and all, all that kind of sort of stuff. We pour justice down upon them. Uh, then all, all will be fun. And it never is. Right? A am I wrong in saying that, that, uh, that rules really don't do 
what we what, what we would like to believe that they that they could do. <laughs> That's probably probably the best way to put that, I guess. You know, my mind automatically goes back to kind of a normal societal problems or just societal things that we try to conquer. Right. And I think about speeding. Right. And that's an example that's used a bunch. Right. We have speed limits. And, you know, I don't know. Let's let's think that one through for just a second. If if there's a speed limit that says I'm going to I'm going to speak American here, miles per hour. <laughs> if, if there's if there's a road that's just straight wide open, you know, Arizona, let's let's talk Arizona road. So some of my friends listening have probably been here um, wide open, 12 lanes on each side not another car in sight, and then the speed limit sign says 35 miles per hour, how likely am I going to travel within that range? Um, I can tell you that I, I'm personally not a speeder. I, I'm just kind of not. I know that I am, so I kind of do stuff like set my cruise control and do kind of some other other things right, to try to keep from getting a ticket. Uh, Arizona's kind of rough on that, by the way. Don't speed when you come to Arizona. <laughs> Back to rules. <laughs> but... Um, if it says 35 miles an hour and I'm in my mind, I'm going, what the hell? 35 miles an hour. I'm the only car on the road. It's a straight shot for as far as I can see from, from where I'm at in Arizona, I can see into California and there's not like a turn. There's not a stop sign. There's not another car. Why the hell do you expect me to do 35 miles an hour? Number one, number two, I'm not going to do 35 miles an hour. I'm going to weigh out that risk in my own mind. And I'm going to do what I think is best in this particular situation. And in my mind, 35 miles an hour is probably not going to be that. Right. It's, it's probably not going to be that. We'd like to think that if once we enumerate that, once we put that down on paper, once we put up the sign that says, you know what, you have to wear 14 different types of gloves all at once because of safety and you just better do it. That that's that's just what people are going to do. And that's not going to be how that works out. It's never going to work out like that, right? It's never going to work out like that. Back to our kind of societal things. You look no farther than the United States' war on drugs. And not to not to get too political here, but let's just say that it's not worked out. Drugs drugs have won the, the war on drugs, right? By far. Drugs have won the, the war on drugs. And so what you end up with, you know, societally, we end up with, a bunch of nonviolent drug offenders locked in cages because we had a rule that says you can't have a certain substance on you, right? Or, or on you or in you, or that you cannot willfully sell that substance to another person that wants to um, willfully buy that substance. So we're going to punish you severely. Some states even got to the point of doing the whole three strikes life thing, you know, so as severe a punishment as you can get. And that never really stopped the problem. That never fixed what we saw as a problem as, you know, the, the drug issue here in the United States. But we like to think in our organizations that we're they're magically different, right? We like to think that we're magically different, that if we can just write enough rules, that if we can just oversight hard enough and punish hard enough around those rules, if we can make it so painful for violators, 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 then finally we're going to be able to rule and punish our way into better safety performance. But that never actually gets to the heart of the problem. And, and that's the issue here, right? Am I, am I saying that ooh, ooh, am I saying that rules are the heart of all evil as I'm kind of like rambling through this, this thing on rules? Um, again, thought exploration, just sharing with you what's popping in my head around rules at this particular moment. Wait, as I sip my Rockstar Pure Zero. The problem for me is that it doesn't really get to the heart of the matter, right? We, we have something symptomatic. We have an event. We have some poor behavior that we see, and we try to manage that by telling people not to do it. 
right? <laughs> That's what a rule is. A rule is us writing down. We're, we're so serious about telling you not to do it that we're going to write it down and give it to you in a piece of paper that says not to do something. But that doesn't get to the root of why people do stuff, why they do things, right? That, that doesn't get to the, to the heart of the matter, right? You got to understand why people are doing those things to begin with. It's making sense for them to do those things, right? People typically, the vast majority of the time, the vast majority of people, Let's just say sane, reasonable people, all of us, the vast majority of, of the people that we work with, work with, work around, right? They do things that make sense to them in that particular moment at that particular time, because if it didn't make sense, they wouldn't freaking do it, right? Rule aside, rule or no rule. It's not like you just all of a sudden go, but you know, this makes complete sense for me to do this, but there's a magic rule that says I better not, so I'm not going to do it. That's, that rarely happens, right? I, I, I cannot think of any situation, most situations in your life, just think to, to your own life where you go, you know... Uh, that's that's the most logical thing to do, and that's probably what I definitely should do. But, you know, there's a rule that says that I shouldn't do that, so I'm not going to do that because of that, that rule. No, that's not what we do. That's not what we do at all, right? That's never what we do. And so I, I always get back to this point, and it's something I've been saying, like, a ton lately as I have these conversations. It's like, yeah, like, rules, okay, whatever, whatever. But rules, yeah, they're – but they don't solve our problems. Rules never solve our problems. It's this – it's, you don't need more rules. You need more tools, right? You don't, you don't need more rules. You don't need more freaking signposts to say, this is what you better not do or else. This is what you better not do or else. You better not do that because we have a rule buried somewhere within our thousand pages of organizational crap that says that, you're, no, that you, you have to wear one glove on Tuesdays. So you better only wear one glove on Tuesdays because, you know, 14 years ago, Bob had something because he wore two gloves and now you have to wear one glove on Tuesdays. No, no, it's tools, not rules. We need to be enablers of work, right? Our organizations should help to make work suck less. If I have to, and I use this example a bunch, but if you give me a piece of paper, rule, checklist, let's just call it all rules because it's all kind of a rule, right? You give me something like that and you say, this is for your own good. And it's going it, to, this is for your own good and it's to protect you and it's going to make sure that you stay within the boundaries of what we know to be good and just and safe. But if I look at that and it makes my life a lot freaking harder, that's not a tool. We, we fool ourselves in our organizations of thinking that that's a tool. That's a tool to enable safe work. But I'm not going to go down to Home Depot and buy something that's going to make my work harder. It's just not. No, never. Never am I going to go down to Home Depot and make an investment. And let's not kid ourselves here that when people are choosing, when people are choosing to work with inside of the systems that we construct, they are making an investment with their time, with their energy. They are making an investment. They're not going to waste their time on something that makes their life harder. They're not going to waste their brain power, their currency on something that makes work harder to accomplish. Rules are no different. You can't just write down a rule and expect it to change things. It never works. You have to change the environment, right? You have to change the environment. That which leads to whatever behavior that we're seeing that we think is not great, let's focus on where that actually comes from. Let's focus on, well, why does that actually make sense? Because it has to make sense or people wouldn't be doing that. Let's seek to understand a little bit before we just start saying, no, Rule. Slap a rule on it. What's that? The, the Is it Flexil? Is that the commercial, right, where the dude's got, like, the leaky tank and he's just, like, slapping on there? There's some cool memes around that. Maybe that would be a good one with the rules. Rules and uh, I've seen one with that with work. It's like pizza party, like horrible work culture. Pizza party. Fixed it. That's kind of the same thing that we do with rules. Had a problem. 
rule, fixed it. But we never do, right? We never do. We've got to dig into where those things come from. We have to seek to understand why things make sense. And we have to understand that asking people to change their behavior is not a really good way to fucking change behavior, right? That's Conklin. I'm pretty sure that comes from Conklin. <laughs> Maybe without the F-bomb, but I think the F-bomb adds a little bit more character to it. Um, but that's never going to be how we make a positive difference. We're never going to change that. We're never going to make work safer by adding rules. We've got to make work suck less. We've got to give folks tools that are useful, that help them in accomplishing work, things that help to make it easier to be safe than harder to be safe, right? That's the, that's a pretty basic approach here. We Maybe we should ask them, maybe back to some of our points on, rather than trying to do stuff too, and that's, that's rules, right? When we apply rules and we extract our pounds of flesh for those evil wrongdoers that don't follow our rules, when we do that, we're just trying to do safety to people, and that never gets us very far. We need to do stuff with people, not to people. We put up a bunch of rules, back to another point that we make here a bunch. We do rules to people because we don't think we can trust them. We think that we have to have rules at every turn, every turn of their work, because those people are just too stupid to know how to do work. Wrong. Absolute wrong. Horrific. Shitty, 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 mech shitty. More tools, less rules. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, The Hot Nerd, signing off. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.